0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to almost exactly's first episode of our podcast, Live and Concord. That is Kyle McClay's voice over there. Above bu- bu- bar, <laughs> we have uh, Sarah Mullen moderating the two of us. The beautiful. Thank you. The gorgeous.
1: Okay. The stunning. <laughs> Let's focus. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> this is the first example.
0: <laughs> that was a bit too much, man.
1: <laughs> okay, restart it from the top. <laughs>
0: The, the idea that we have for this podcast, um, I met I met Kyle what two years ago now.
2: That's about right. Yep.
0: Yeah, we met we met about two years ago. He was just starting his company, American Kitchen Company. Uh, we met at Buchanan Golf Course in Concord. Uh, we've kind of been working together on a number of things over the over the past couple of years, um, and we built a, a a fairly strong relationship with each other. And we realized that the two of us think. Um, very completely different. What's that?
1: <laughs> he said completely different.
0: Yeah, so uh, it's true. I think I'm very creative. I don't know about left brain, right brain. I don't even know.
1: Yeah, a little bit of that. I think together, you guys are like one perfectly functioning brain. Right, and,
0: and that's the that's that's sort of the idea here is to sort of cover all of the bases of, I guess, an outlook on life and success and what that means to and the perspective
2: of of an entrepreneur yeah we're living it there's no safety net here
0: yeah we're in it we're in it full on (laughs) our businesses
2: are above a bar in the heart of concord we're doing it yeah 24 hours a day
0: speaking of that bar you, you might be able to pick up on salsa night music in the background here this shout out our-
2: to Vinny's. we're gonna have him on the show yeah. the number Stay one tuned. bar in concord and it is happening tonight i think we need to get some free beers for that
0: shout out right yeah i would say so yeah that
1: was a beer where they shout out if you ask me
0: so yeah that's that's um that's sort of what we're thinking this podcast will be um sort of the way that i look at things and and i guess showcasing the struggles i have with thinking about a business as a business as opposed to just an outlet for my creativity and then kyle's outlook on the business being a business
2: get the money
0: yeah get the money um so yeah we're, we're hoping to have a ton of guests on the show uh we're gonna have it be very engaging for the community first locally in concord and then um hopefully expand outward at some point
2: the future of the east bay concord california
0: starting in concord yeah so we just want to highlight just people's perspectives i guess people's their stories yeah people's
1: i think people's different strengths and how that has played into how they've formed their business and how you know they're moving through life
0: right yeah how how they've done it because that's what i'm realizing now having been doing this for i don't know half a year now legit full time is that there's literally no blueprint for it. You know, you can, there's a million guys you can look at who have done successful things before myself or Kyle. Um, but the way they did it is not at all the way that I'm going to be doing it or the way that Kyle did it. It's totally different, I think. I mean, what's your take? It's totally different for everybody that I think.
2: Well, when, uh, you know, there's this Steve Jobs saying, why join the Navy when you can be a pirate? And there's definitely a sense I'm holding a treasure map. I believe it. Not many people do, but the closer we get to the gold, the more people want to hop on the ship. And I can also see that same scenario playing out in Matt's business where he was a talented photographer, basically an artist. And now he's getting paid for his, his skills. And, uh, you definitely can see a year from now he's going to be exponentially in a better position business wise yeah, than he right. was the previous year so we're doing something right but at yeah. the end of the day who knows It could all it all uh crashed down but that's why we have uh at least for me i've got a large network so i surround myself with people i trust people like Matt, people like Sarah, where if I am going too far right, I can pull back left. I'm going too far left. You kind of want to be right in the middle and you you don't want to overextend yourself.
0: hundred percent. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I'm on the flip side. Um, I can just lose track of everything monetary, like literally at any moment because I just get caught up in doing the things I get caught up in doing. Like taking photos for no reason or (laughs) filming my plants in the front room growing. Um, Yeah, so that's where I think that's where the strength of this, these conversations we're going to try to have a few times a week. I think that's where the strength is going to be, finding that middle ground um, and being able to kind of talk about obstacles and things like that um, from both, both sides of the spectrum.
2: And bringing people from our network onto the show and getting their perspective because I'm a kitchen contractor. Matt's a marketing company. There's so many more variables in the business world of Concord, and I think once we conquer that, we'll be expanding into other markets, and uh, it's going to be
1: a fun ride. Definitely. So. We know you already said you guys met on a golf course. Tell us more about how that all went down, how we got here. <laughs> we're recording well, a podcast at the Well, I was p. just starting a, a business <laughs> and
2: uh, I've got two kids. I live in a rental apartment and things weren't going so well. You know, I wasn't making any money, uh, the bills were piling up. So I'd go golfing, have a couple beers to unwind. And one thing for sure is with my business, I need to showcase it through video to really explain what I do. And uh, I got paired up randomly with Matt. Yeah. And he's telling me that he he loves photography. I'm like, oh, man, do you know anyone who does video? I do video.
0: Of course I do. <laughs> Did I at the time? And I said, you, you want a job? Maybe not. I said yes. <laughs> Yeah, so actually, and I then I said, "Will you work for beer?"
1: And he said, "Yes." I'll
0: tell you, I did think, I, I thought about it, I thought about it for sure. Yeah, I, I remember I was playing with a buddy of mine, and we saw you were on the phone almost your entire round. You were, you were, you were, golfing, you were golfing by yourself. The rudest, loudest guy on the course. Yep. And but I remember I get weird on the golf course. I I always I'm the most judgmental I ever am on the golf course because I suck at golf so when i that's see, how we bonded i think yeah so when <laughs> i when golfers. i see people behind me who looked apart who are who are really pushing up on me i get a little bit nervous and i remember i i asked him if he wanted to play through and he said no nah, he'll just play with us and so that's kind of how we had we had gotten to talking and uh you know on the golf course you're always talking about you know it's small talk like, what do you do you know what's your story and uh yeah so that's kind of how kyle and i met it was uh I still I still every time I'm on the golf course, I bring cards with me, and I've yet to find another man like Kyle McClay. but um <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's it's been a blessing having having uh having met Kyle and been been on the journey with him for the past couple of years and it's
2: mutual because right when I met matt is it's weird it's right when my business started to explode, and I really think a reason for that is my business needed a creative touch. And Matt really gave me some perspective on you know, how to mix audio, mix video, and kind of just be less aggressive in my marketing and a little more artistic. And my customers, my audience, or whatever you want to call them, people that want to hire me, they've really appreciated that toned-down approach to marketing and me and matt we go back and forth to this day <laughs> i want to jam it down their throats deal deal bye bye and matt uh really really has exponentially grown my business through um i don't know what you'd call it his marketing techniques or just a way of looking at it mm-hmm. and uh one thing about me is uh I'm a firm believer. Failure is part of the process. If, if something doesn't work, throw it out. And I think that's why Matt and me continually to do businesses together is because he gives me ideas, they work. I give him ideas, they work, and it's kind of a symbiotic deal where we're, we're going up this food chain together. So,
0: yeah, because at the end, of the, the, I think the most critical thing to realize is that we we're both very self-aware we're both. we both kyle knows the things that he's fault he that he falls short on and i know the things that i fall short on and i think we call each other on both of those things or it's, it's more than than two things both is the wrong word there but we call each other uh we call each other on all the things that either of us are doing wrong and uh between the two of us generally we're able to find a way around and, and navigate things we're doing wrong and, and together find a way to, to do them right or at least a little bit better.
2: And I originally uh, found out, I ne- I've never listened to podcasts. Matt just came out with a podcast and he posted it and I was like, oh, what's Matt up to? I, I listened to it and I instantly recognized the value and I said, Matt, I want to be on your podcast. Then we start working together, Sarah starts bringing some ideas in and that's how this happened. It's not like we had this grand scheme and we read a book. It all happened organically. And the main reason I feel and I'm passionate about this and I I really want to do this is because that young entrepreneur, we have information for that listener that if you want to start a business, we've made so many mistakes to get where we're at. And I really want to share them with the listener and hopefully they'll see the value in it.
1: Definitely. And I think there are so many amazing small businesses locally here in Concord, especially that surround this office that we're in right now. And those people will have a ton of knowledge to share as well.
2: I can't wait to get them on the show. It's going to be so much fun.
1: Definitely. So let's talk a little bit more about each of your individual businesses. Um, Just like a little tidbit about what each of you do.
2: Well, my business is the greatest business in the world.
1: That
0: is absolutely not true.
1: (laughs) No more information needed.
2: (laughs) Call me now, (laughs) give me your money. No, uh, my business is called American Kitchen Company. I've now got about 38 full-time employees and we do roughly 20 kitchen remodels a month and I run TV ads and I have a TV show that runs from Napa to Palo Alto. So we've got a large territory. But my headquarters is in Concord. I live in Concord. I'm walking distance from the office. And I'm a firm believer that Concord is the next big boom in the East Bay. I, I, I work with closely with a lot of cities and they're real shout out to the city of Concord. There really is no better forward thinking city when it comes to development, especially for the middle class. It's just a good place. I've got two kids to start a business and and raise your kids in a really great environment.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Uh yeah, so my company uh we call it Them Creative. Currently we're doing a lot of digital marketing for clients. Um so social media stuff, podcast production, things like that. Um basically a lot of content creation whatever that content may be whether it's video or photos or illustrations or anything, anything creative, um, that needs to be placed on media is sort of the stuff that we do. And then we're able to strategically target the, uh, whatever that the client's target market is, um, and then formulate messaging that is able to successfully communicate a message to that specific target audience
2: creatively.
0: express
2: the message which is a very key word um, because you can say a message but when you say it in a unique way it resonates so much better
0: and I think that's a lot of going back to what you were saying earlier how I've helped you be able to kind of sell less and appeal more that's uh, I think that's that's where a lot of that comes into being able to recognize who you're talking to and then figure out how to talk to them in the correct way, in a way that they understand. Um, and that does a lot. But one of the biggest things that does is it, it humanizes your brand, and it gives a human something to latch onto that feels human rather than um, something that's just completely, you know, unrelatable. Um, which a lot of businesses struggle with. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean that's that's a sort of short. Version of what Kyle and I both do um and we both suck at it <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay. we're having
2: fun <laughs> that's
1: the, and important
0: that's the most important thing <laughs> exactly. have fun doing whatever and our customers doing. are
2: happy that that's really for me is uh reputations everything i want- I'm building a business that i w- I want my son to uh to work for, and i w- the only way to do that the only way to last i feel is to really make people feel happy after they've done business with you. And that,
0: that's an important thing, I think, to, to point out real quick as well, is that Kyle and I are both in very different phases of the development of both of our businesses. He has, um, like you said, he does, um, what, 4 or $5 million a year. He has 38 employees currently, whereas I am working hard to um, be able to build that team and um, put the people who I contract out for work um, on the team full-time and kind of establish um, an agency here that that is able to em- employ people who I believe in. Um, so we're both working towards sort of different, we're both working for I think different reasons right now given where we're at in, in both of our businesses. I don't know if I'm speaking for myself or both of us
2: no you're 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 totally accurate yeah that's exactly what's going on
1: so how did each of you decide this is what you wanted to be doing i mean i feel like i get a very clear sense from both of you that you're very passionate about your business and what you're doing in the direction it's going how did you you get there i've
2: got you fooled okay (laughs)
1: okay okay. well then tell us about that (laughs) um
2: well in order to answer that question i want to kind of preface how i got to california yeah and um that'll help answer it so uh, originally i'm from canada i've lived in the states now for about 12 years and i bought a business in carson city nevada a drilling company and i became a licensed mining contractor and i did that and i ended up being very successful at that um i had I ended up, you can Google it, I'm a licensed pilot. I owned my own plane, four boats. I was doing about 12 million a month. I had the big house at the movie theater and I was 28 years old and uh, I'm not from money. So when I had a bunch of money, I kind of lost my mind and I overextended myself and I lost everything. So when it was time to start over, my wife uh, was from California, like, well, let's Let's go to, I didn't want to go back to Canada. Let's move to California. When I moved here, I quickly learned that this is not a pro mining town. And real estate is kind of the big industry. And real estate is kind of, when you break it down, very similar to mining, which is the fundamental rule of it is organized greed requires organized labor. It's a labor business. So um, I just dived into uh, construction. I got my contractor's license and uh, I believe I'm a good leader of men. I'm a really honest guy. So guys like working for me. They never have to worry about their pay. And that's kind of how I stumbled into this business. And now that I'm doing it, um, I've become passionate about it because kitchens really it's, it's such a relationship because in order to build a kitchen for somebody, you're in their home for like four weeks, Mm -hmm. things go wrong. There's arguments. And at the end of it, if you, if you've been honest, they're really, these people are going to become your friends. And I stumbled into the passion and this is what I want to do. The rest of my life is, uh, become the largest kitchen company in California.
0: Yeah. Um, so sort of, I guess the way that I've come into running my own business is um, I feel like going through school I'm still actually in school for another semester but I feel like going through
1: dropout. school
0: <laughs> no hey, he's one semester I'm a college dropout <laughs> yeah but I, I think that I learned I learned enough in school I think all, I think within the first year and a half or two years to feel like I was able to bring those skills out into the real world and apply them. And bring um, a tremendous amount of value to a lot of people and it took me a long time to I guess be brave enough (laughs) to to go out and actually to actually pursue doing it on my own because for me I I had always seen myself as you know graduating college and then getting a job at an agency kind of working my way up through the ranks over you know a, a few years there and then my my end game has always been to figure out that industry to a point where I could leave, branch out, and do it on my own. So I think the cool thing now that I'm that I'm realizing is I don't I don't feel like I need to work within the industry to figure it out. I or I don't need to be employed in the industry to figure it out. I I could just work for myself in that industry and figure it out more than I ever would working for somebody else in the industry because you know you you work there's different positions you can work at an agency and you're only going to learn little pieces of how the business actually functions from each position so being able to to be forced to learn every piece of it all at once has sort of allowed me to uh, feel more and more comfortable doing it on my own and I guess the reason, I, I've, I never felt like I liked working for people. I guess the reason for that is I wanted to work for something that I wanted, not for something that somebody else wanted or already had. There's like a, a huge sense of accomplishment when you're able to to do something for yourself and, and uh, set something up for yourself rather than just work underneath somebody doing something that they want you to do for them it's funny a lot of people say that
2: I don't have that I don't have it have uh, if, if somebody I am only working for myself because nobody would hire me if yeah. I would have gotten hired <laughs> yeah, and someone would have given me a job I would have been working for them the rest of my life yeah
0: i I feel like I'm very hireable
2: I, I I'm the opposite I do yeah. not interview well I'm yeah. too honest yeah if someone asks like so what
0: do you do in your spare time uh, i right. think of girls but you know why that probably is drink beer do you know why that probably is though because you you are working for yourself or you you've already worked for yourself i guess so yeah when, when they don't it's true when the, what they want doesn't align with what you want there's no possible way that's going to work for you yeah you know
2: i i actually do feel that that one of the big reasons I like being a business owner is like the, actually the main reason, because you don't really make a lot of money. Like I haven't made, like I'm my business. Everyone thinks I'm rich because right. I do a lot of sales, Right, but I just keep on reinvest, reinvesting the money. But what I really enjoy is I have a partner in the business. We're, we're so tight. Yes. I've developed relationships. I feel like i I'm rooted in the community. Like I know everybody. I've got a good reputation and I get to pick who I hang out with in my day. Yeah. And I, there's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's huge. You don't have to work with someone you don't like. Like I do not, I can, I can't fake being around somebody. Right. If I don't like somebody, I'm just like, I'm not that I can't.
0: too, Too many people can. Yeah, I'm just too aggressive. So, I feel like I, yeah.
2: I just can't do it. See,
0: that's one I can agree agree with you there. I, I, if there's somebody in the room who. I don't care to be around too much.
2: I, I know, I've I noticed that. and I, I, I picked up on that before. <laughs> I'm not going to mention the names. Oh, I, I know exactly who you're talking.
1: <laughs> okay. No name dropping. Uh, yes. It's, it's the first episode. But We're me and you both have that. that. Really
2: we've given right. ourselves that look where we've, you know, we worked on a video together and we've showed it to somebody like, oh, are you taking the pictures of the appliances? You don't set like, yeah. we just give that look like, yeah. so you, so out of all this hard work, that's all you're focusing on is on right. the negatives. Yeah. When I see like, when I see a piece of art, I'm like, oh, I, I, uh, this is cool. This is cool. And then after I've, I've talked about the positive, then I'll go on the negatives. Right. But if and I don't like something rate. Right, if I just don't see anything I like, I'll, I'll say that too.
0: But... Yeah. Or just leave it be. It's not worth your time. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Um, so, almost exactly. That is what we have deemed... Almost exactly.
0: Yes. It's a, it's a is, it's a great name. What
1: does that name. mean? What does that mean to each of you? I want... Each of you to talk about well, just just what
2: we said there. Yeah, just what we said there. Just, we're exactly like <laughs> on on that. I don't know what that is. We're We're all like, exactly. like but yeah. if you look at us, if you hang out with us, we're complete polar opposites. Right. But when we're trying to accomplish a goal, We're we're, we're, we're laser focused on trying to be the best. Like we're working without a safety net. We cannot make a mistake. If we don't figure this out. It's not going to work. It's just, we're going to fail. My kids th- aren't going to eat. So.
0: My dog won't eat. <laughs> that's, yeah. You're laughing, but that's He's very sick. important to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: very important to both Sarah and Don't I. start crying, Matt. That's <laughs> the big difference.
1: Huh? How long do we go without talking about the dog?
0: Uh, I don't know. It says I've seen at least 100 cars. pictures of your dog, so.
1: Maybe more. Yeah. Pretend-
0: <laughs> but yeah, almost, almost exactly. I mean,. We're both very similar, yet very different, kind of like yin yang type of a thing. Um, So we literally just Google searched oxymorons because that's saying that two different things are alike or something like that.
2: Yeah. And it's it's like when you go to university, they're teaching you, they're trying to teach you business as a science. So they're trying Mm -hmm. to teach you law. They're trying to teach you accounting, but really Business is equal parts science and art. It's kind of like a mixture. And luck. Yeah. Yeah. There's some luck in there.
0: Like 2% luck.
2: And I feel like I've got the business side down pat. I put in the reps. But if you look at the way I dress, if you listen to the music I listen to, it's loud. It's vulgar. It's not... I don't have the art side down. And I feel... Matt has it down and we both have picked up on that and we're we're bouncing the ideas back and forth to get the right to get the the end product perfect right and that's really what that's that's my main fo like that's my main focus is getting something perfect and surrounding myself with people that will get me closer to that goal mm-hmm.
0: yeah our, our vision our vision is aligned Probably, I would say ninety-eight percent, ninety-eight point five percent. Yeah, we're, I'm I'm very
2: goal orientated, yeah. and I feel that you you are too. Right. I pick up on. But that, the
0: ways yeah. that we approach things still can be very different. So that I think I think that's why, like literally, I have to lock my door sometimes to to prevent him from coming into the office here because, what <laughs> like that that's how this podcast kind of came to be is because he'll come in here and then it's like I'm wrapped up for the day, like there is. <laughs> that's it we're just going to be talking about whatever we're talking about for the next four hours you know and it's you know we talk about it's not just always business it's just kind of like navigating whatever we just you know we talk we just talk we just have a conversation and i think that's going to be the goal you know this first episode here has been more just introduction to who i am who kyle is and and who sarah is that's what i was going to say is we need to do a quick intro of you who you are well, your, I am what the moderator. your big dreams are. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, you're the moderator. You're keeping us in check. But who are you? Definitely. Um. So this has been, this has been more. You know, you you've heard me talk for a couple of minutes at a time. Kyle talk for what I don't know, fifteen minutes maybe at a time. You just <laughs> keep going, bro. And then you know, Sarah's been. You know, she's been. Um. You know, filling in and leading us. You know, navigating us through this first podcast. But as we go forward, it's going to be very, very much. Um, a conversational um, type of a vibe, rather than you know just a person speaking
2: and a social vibe. Yeah. We yeah. really want yeah. to engage the people of Concord mm-hmm. because they've got so much information that not only do I want, but I want to share it. I want to know what's going on at the coffee mm-hmm. shop. I want to know what's going on at the music shop. I want to know the state of the economy I and mean, wh- what areas are growing and. I, I really want to get a I want to be the master of conquer I want to know everything about this area yeah. because
0: this is our territory you know Yeah, it's Definitely. it's it's always just very interesting because yeah, like we were saying earlier it's different for literally everybody there's no blueprint that's the same you know so um, without any further ado Sarah Mullen tell
1: us a little, too us much a little bit about yourself <laughs> Well, aside from being the moderator, (laughs) um, I just recently went back to school to finish up getting my degree um, after just working for a couple years because I decided that I want to um, be involved with marine biology, and while I recognize connections are super important in every field, and definitely that field as well, I just think that degree will give me a little bit of an edge. And I do enjoy learning (laughs) um, about the ocean in school. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm gearing up to transfer, hopefully, coming up pretty soon. And I'm excited to work in the oceans.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's important to point out here that although Kyle and I have done most of the talking, Sarah has been quiet because she knows we're both wrong. (laughs) Not Um, always. Sarah, what (laughs) what I'm saying is that Sarah is probably smarter than both of us combined. Definitely me. Yeah. It's,
1: <laughs> but that is why this is a great little team we have going here. Yeah. We're <laughs> I think all, the, we're all the super banter of back and forth and just conversations that I've heard you have is something that's valuable definitely for other people to hear. And that comboed with, you know, the stories of people from Concord is also really valuable. Mm-hmm. And we want
2: those women listeners.
1: Not too we fun. want those women <laughs> listeners as well. Listeners of all kinds. <laughs> Dogs, cats. shapes and sizes
0: (laughs) was there anything else we wanted to touch on on this yes there is so
2: much i want to touch on the
0: main thing
2: i want to get your take on you said something earlier Mm -hmm. fear Mm -hmm. all right i'm a big believer in this i can't tell you how many people i went to university with that are a hundred times smarter than me, literally, yeah. better work ethic, be- just better everything, better diets, better parents, just, and yet they never took the step that you took, mm-hmm. and I feel the reason they didn't is because of fear, Fair. failure, and I say yeah. this all the time, failure is part of the process. Think- I've, I've had two successful businesses in my life, I've had six failing businesses, Yeah. And I've learned more from those failures than I I have from my successes. Yeah.
0: I think that building a successful business is because of a series of failures more than it is a series of successes.
2: But I want to focus on what you said there. You just went through this. Yeah, I went through this when I was 18. Yeah. I'm 40 now. Right. You're cool. great. It's fresh in your mind. Yeah. What did you feel when you're like, should I go for an ad agency? I, right. I, I got a
0: girl. I got a yeah. dog. I got rent. Yeah. Or, or should I just, yeah. I just should like, start my own business? It's like full-blown emptiness kind of is what you feel phase day one, phase one. So talking to the 15-year-old kid yeah. who goes, I, I want to start a business. Start doing it right now.
2: That's the advice.
0: Start, yeah. I would I would say, I mean, what do you have to lose at 15? Do you know what I mean? And also, what do I have to lose at 24? What do I actually have to lose at 24? What do you have to lose? I mean, at 40, maybe you have a family. There's certain other things that come into play, but like, I mean, wh- and, and the thing, the thing that I I hear a lot is that the reason you're afraid of failure is more because of the reaction you'll get from other people. It's less about Oh, I failed. It's more about now everybody knows I failed and that sucks more.
2: Well, I want you to keep but, talking on fear, but I want to yeah. say when I was that age, I had, when I was Matt's age, I had the fear emotion. Yeah. But now that I'm older, yeah. it's changed from fear to anxiety. It's <clears throat> different. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer afraid. I know what I can do. Yeah. But I have anxiety when I, my payroll comes in my payroll is $65,000 every two weeks yeah. and sometimes the customers don't pay me and there's only $60,000 in the bank account mm-hmm. so it's not I'm not afraid I'm always gonna pay my bills I'm mm-hmm. you know I because I've just done it over and over but I still have anxiety yeah. that's hard and I want to talk about that yeah. because that's where I'm at in the game yeah but I really want you to delve into fear because I remember it's, it can, it can, it can, it can can like fear can freeze you. Like literally your brain won't work. Yeah. How do you overcome that when, you know, if you don't get, if you don't get the job done, Mm -hmm. the client's not going to pay you. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And if you don't get paid,
0: you're not going to pay your rent. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that would be failure number one. You know what I mean? I think for me, um, I've been talking a lot with Sarah about this actually lately, kind of honing in on, on being more self-aware and figuring out where uh, my weak weaknesses lie, uh, one of them being in business. That's one of my weaknesses. And a lot of what I've been trying to do over the past, you know, prior to even launching a business, but for the past year or so, has been really trying to look at weaknesses and figure out ways to improve them which is scary. Like nobody wants to confront the things that they suck at ever. And people suck at a lot of things. You know, I suck at a lot of things and I'm good at a lot of things. So I think a few things. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think that, I think that really, really looking at what you're weak at and trying to make yourself better at that is sort of a way of looking at fear and, and, being better than fear. And what I have found is that when I do become better at a certain thing that I was, was previously more weak at is it's like the most incredible feeling ever because it's something that at one time you felt there is no possible way ever. There's absolutely no way that I'll ever be better at that one thing. Cause I suck at it and I'm just accepting I want to talk about fact. something here. Yeah.
2: When you say there's not a possible way to be better, yeah. I think what you're trying to say, is when you're broke yeah. and you see a million dollars, right? it's like, there's no possible way I'm gonna get that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How do you overcome? Because at the end of the day, a million dollars really isn't a lot of money. In business, it's not. There's right. businesses, I, you know, there's probably 20 businesses in Concord that do over 10 million, or I don't even know. The guy who owns that yeah. apartment complex. It's worth a hundred million dollars. So numbers are relative. And when you're young, it's hard to understand relativity and numbers
0: yeah this is important to touch on because for me it's never been about money which i think for a lot of people is not the case
2: whenever someone says that it's always about money
0: but but also (laughs) though so yes and no though because for me the number one is i'm stoked to have found something that i'm passionate about doing so regardless of whether or not i make money doing it i'm still gonna kind of feel like i've succeeded because i've done things i like doing um, and that's just kind of, when you And that's that, where we differ, folks, right <laughs> there. <laughs> yeah, and that, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. I I think that I just, fear is kind of a, a relative thing too, I guess. You know, it's not it's not something that is the same. It's for real everybody. though. Yeah, it's so real, it's very real, and I think I think though like the, extent to which you fail uh, is kind of like a variable that makes a huge difference. I think
2: you said something very important for the young kid to understand. What do you have to lose? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, what do you have, Matt? You got a dog? Yeah. A car. But I'm not going to lose the dog. No, but I'm just saying what, what are the, what are the things that matter to you? Yeah. Yeah. And when you really analyze that, you'll yeah. still have those things if you fail, yeah. like the things you really like. Yeah. Your girl, your dog. Yeah. What else? Your favorite sweater. Right. <laughs> like you're not going to lose those yeah. that your are oh, I should say your family. Yeah. Like the things that really matter in your life, you actually won't lose. And this is coming from a guy who had a giant house. A plane to boats. I've had all the things and I've lost them Mm -hmm. and when I've lost them I it was a big deal at the time Mm -hmm. But now that times pass. I really They mean nothing Mm -hmm. Like I probably would have gotten bored with like I never when I lost when I had a huge failure And I've stepped back and enough times passed. I realized I didn't really lose anything Mm -hmm. Still had my girl still had my kids
1: Yeah yeah. I mean, it wasn't I, I,
2: that, it wasn't that big a deal, yeah. but at the time it was, it, it, it broke me. Yeah. You know, it like completely, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't think of my next move. My brain was just like frozen yeah. of what I've lost. Mm-hmm. And I think you made a really good point. What do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. And I think always having that mindset is what will make you grow in business. Mm-hmm. You're always in the state of like, well, it's just money. You know, if you make a hundred yeah. grand, reinvest it. Well, what, what if I, the advertising doesn't work? Yeah. What if I hire this guy and he steal like, well, what, what if you don't, yeah. like it doesn't, it really doesn't matter.
0: Also, there comes a point if you're, you know, if you've had a couple of failures one after another and you're kind of treading head barely above water, you you get to a point where you don't have an option, but to succeed and when when you're drowning you're gonna find a way to take a breath of air. Wow, what a great point. yeah, my buddy told me that one time uh, that's actually the reason why i quit quit my job. One of the reasons why I quit my job um is because when I was working, I was making money i I mean I was like oh bro i don't I don't know how to make a business work I don't know how to sell what I sell um I don't know how to market the services that I'm offering, and I think Probably 100%. talk about
2: that because that's when I met you. Yeah, you were working as a uh, waiter.
0: Uh, yeah, expediter at a restaurant. And what
2: did I tell you? Quit that.
0: Yeah, that's well.
2: Huge I, I need the. I'm like, yeah, exactly. bro. You
0: got talent. Mm-hmm. Quit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's huge because if you if you don't need something, why are you gonna go get it? You know what I mean. So if you're making enough money to get by and you're comfortable, which I hate being comfortable, I never want to be comfortable. And even though I tell myself that all the time, I see myself get comfortable and then just be stuck in comfort for a minute. But being able to, you just have to
2: But having having that influence, did that help? So this goes back to like who you surround yourself with and relationships. If you surround yourself with all waiters Mm -hmm. and you go, I'm going to start my business. You might not do it because all your friends are telling you, don't do it. When well, you're yeah. making good money. you yeah. We made 300 bucks the last last yeah. weekend in tips. Mm-hmm. But if you have buddies that are like, yeah, do it.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you got to lose? Yeah,
2: I think that's a very important part yeah. is being around people that are living the life that you want to live. Yeah. So if you want to be a waiter, go hang out with waiters. Yeah. But if you want to be a businessman, you got to surround yourself with businessmen. Yeah. I think it's like a huge... Not for advice, mm-hmm. but for like culture of do it.
0: Well, just perspective. If you've never seen a thing, you don't even know. But eliminating of, the
2: fear, like yeah. it's
0: like a fight.
2: It, if there's yeah, five guys over there and you're by yourself. You don't want it like in there. they're talking rude to you. You're just going to put your head down. Mm-hmm. But if you got five guys with you and you go, hey, we're not taking that. Mm-hmm. You just you're for whatever reason. It makes you more confident yeah. when you're in a group. Yeah. and it's kind of the theory of victory by volume yeah. like the reason I'm 10 times more confident than I'm I was last year is I have 10 times more employees mm-hmm. like I'm surrounded by people with the same they if we don't figure this out we don't eat. Mm-hmm. So we're all there's no negative just like let's do it yeah let's do that TV show yeah let's do that new marketing mm-hmm. like let's grow mm-hmm. and there's nobody and if any anyone does like ah, oh, why are we doing this? Let's just quit.
0: You know, they got to walk the plank. Right. Right. What do you, what do you think? Because you you were working full-time as a chiropractic assistant, making a decent living mm-hmm. with the opportunity to, to continue to make a decent living right. for as long as you live.
2: <laughs> well, first of all, Wait. say how old you are. I'm I know we're not supposed um, to ask girls how old they are, oh, but okay. you know, it's important because Perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Cause we think, we think different things. Yeah, Like, like I was saying, he's feeling fear or he felt fear. I felt anxiety. So what does mm-hmm. a girl your age who's in that same phase, what is it you're feeling about making that jump of, Ah, right. oh, I'm making good money, but this is what I really want to do. Yeah, How do you, what, what's that you feeling you're getting?
1: I mean, so I'm 24. (laughs) 24. Um, Let's see. So I, right after high school, a little bit of backstory, just went straight on to community college because that's what you do. Everyone did that. That's what I did. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure of the direction I was heading. I was kind of just doing it and wasn't really passionate about it. Felt the same as high school. So I kind of lost interest, stopped going to class. And then I just stumbled on the opportunity of becoming a chiropractic assistant and they offered me a full time job. I had known Cash. them for yeah, known them for a long time. Really, really great people. And I jumped at the chance. It was a new experience. Um, I got a ton, a ton of work experience and learned so much about business and finances and people and you know, all great things. The best that I could have hoped for for working there for a couple years, but it just started. I just started to come to the realization that it wasn't what I wanted to do forever. I'm like, I'm comfortable here. I have opportunity to grow, which is, you know, was a really great opportunity, and I'm lucky to even have been in a career at that age where I had room to grow, because a lot of people may not ever, you know, be in that situation, but I just knew that it wasn't what I wanted to be doing. I was passionate about the ocean. I was 100% sure, like, I want to work in the ocean, and if I stay here... I could stay here forever and just be comfortable, but it won't be what I want to be doing with my life. And as soon as I figured that out, I had to put in, you know, my notice, like immediately I couldn't, like I physically almost couldn't even be there because my body was like, you're ready. Like you need to do this now or you're never going to do it. Like it became physically uncomfortable for me to stay in that situation almost. And that's nothing against, of course, the people I was working with or the situation. Like, it was No, but I think that's, that's like 95% of
2: 24, not just women. Yeah. Yeah. 95, 20% of 24-year-olds are feeling that same way.
1: Right. And I think it's, it's so hard to act on it. One, because, I mean, you have to make money. Like, it's hard to be like, okay, I'm going to quit this job and I'm going to go back to school and have no plan, no job lined up. Like... I had money in my savings, but n- no plan. Like I was like, I just need to do this. And I was lucky to be in a situation where I could do that. Um, and I was able to just quit my job without a plan, but yeah, I think it's just about going with your gut. Like this feels right. This is what I need to do. Instinct. And, and yeah. f- you figure it out. Like when you are in a situation where you, you don't give yourself an option, yeah. like th- I'm doing this, so I'm going to figure it out. Like I just yeah. made it work. Yeah. And what,
0: one thing, this, um, I think this goes for both Sarah and I um going back to how to kind of overcome the obstacle the obstacle of fear. Um the things that both her and I do are things that we both want to be doing. So I think the excitement about doing those things and the possibility to be able to success successfully do those things outweighs the possibility of of failing and 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 I hear this afraid. all the
2: time. But the thing is, I'm the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. I never gotten into a business mm-hmm. because it's what I want to do. Yeah, I've gotten into it because it was the only option at right. the time. Yeah, And my attitude is, if I'm going to sell hot dogs, I'm going to be the best hot dog salesman ever. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dig ditches. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the best ditch digger. Mm-hmm. And I've gone. We're all in our, our paths. You guys have followed your passion. I haven't. And we're kind of at the same end of the road. So there's a fork in the road, you've gone left, I've gone right. But at the end, Mm -hmm. we kind of come to the same place and that's like an important thing because Mm -hmm. I think what you guys are is a creative type where you have to follow your passion. Mm -hmm. But if you're kind of like a dumb guy, but you can work hard, you know, and you're a good guy you just, you just kind of just got to really keep your eye open for opportunity. And when it's there, you got to run at it so fast Mm -hmm. that you smash through it and you get in front of everybody. Right. And that's kind of why I am the way I am. I'm very aggressive. I'm coming a hundred miles an hour running, but at the same time, you don't, once you get there, you want to dial that down. Mm -hmm. And I feel it's the same for you guys that you want to follow your passion. But once you once you get to where you want to go, you kind of got to monetize your passion, like yeah. Yeah. you kind of got right. to bring in the business yeah. where it's like, OK, I, I know this now, but I don't want to work for somebody. And so now I have to learn the skills of, mm-hmm. and I, so, you know, we come to the same place. But right. we're working. We're each working in reverse.
0: Yeah, 100 percent. So we'll see where this goes. We're going to like I said, we're going to be putting out a few of these a week. So stay tuned. We uh, we are stoked to have you. Follow, like, and Sarah. Thank yeah. you so
2: much. You're
1: yeah, Sarah. So thanks. welcome, guys. Thank you.